This podcast is part of the Deluxe Edition Network. To find other great shows on the network, head over to deluxeeditionnetwork.com. That's deluxeeditionnetwork.com. Attention, the Milf and Me podcast contains strong language and open conversations about sexuality, a multitude of lifestyles, and occasional conversations of political fuckery. Keep politics out of your pants, folks. Your hosts, Antonio and Diana, are not certified relationship therapists. We are cynical assholes with microphones, pretty much like every other podcast. We are happy to be a part of the Deluxe Edition Network. Please find them at deluxeeditionnetwork.com and tune in to the two featured podcasts of the month, that being the Barrel-Aged Chicks and the Deep Dark Secrets Podcast. So without further ado, let's get into the show. Birth control allowed hoes to be hoes. Then the provider, the, the hoes, don't pick the provider, they pick the chats. Then no fault divorce allowed the hoes to leave. Then the government funded them leaving. And then social media made girls that are sixes think they're nines and tens and deserve nines and tens and think they're too good for the guy that's on their level. And then they marry the guy that's on their level. And then they're thinking about these guys and they're like, damn, I wish I could have had those guys. And so what they do is they break up their home because they think they can do better and they can't. But then what happens? At the end of the day, there's no consequence because of you simps who bail them out. Class dismissed. Class dismissed. That's oh my Pearl. God. Pearl, thank you again for bringing another. That's Pearl for you. Pearl needs a pearl necklace. Pearl needs, I don't know what Pearl needs. Pearl needs to take off her mom jeans. She <laughs> needs a pearl necklace. And the only thing that was good about that video was the fucking song in the background. It was kind of bouncy. Okay, so first of all, this goes back to the whole thing that I've been talking about with this girl is that I don't think she believes any of this shit. She at can't. All. She's she way can't. too young. She she's in her 20s, isn't she? And she's never been married. She's sick. She's Pearl, where the fuck are you at, Pearl? Okay, so when you ended your marriage, did you end your marriage because you thought there was someone better out there? Fuck no. Do you want to know why? Because I knew that I had an amazing husband. That's not why I ended my marriage. And not only that, but I wasn't funded by the government. Where the fuck did that come from? Right. She just had to throw in a politic thing in there. Like, let's get political in the middle of my whiteboard. No. Like, her whole platform no. with this is that, okay, if a woman gets divorced, she can take all of the husband's money, right? And if she can't get the money, the government will fund her lifestyle. No, Where? it won't. Where? The Where? government will give her maybe subsidized housing and some food stamps and some help with raising the kids with daycare and shit. But guess what? No. You have to qualify for that shit. They're not just handing it that's out. That's like a that's my point. Like what the where did this come from? This whole thing is that she thinks that western and modern women are terrible and that you need to be submissive. So this is the big thing that kind of sparked me on this. I had a no-fault divorce, right? My divorce was no fault because we didn't want to go through the whole trials of going through suing each other for divorce or blah, blah, blah. Yeah. It just made more sense. There are states right now, Florida's one of them, that they're trying to get rid of no-fault divorce. So women or men can't just leave 
abusive relationships. They are trying to get rid of no-fault divorce because they think it's going to build stronger families. It's going to build stronger children. It's going to make the family unit stronger. There will be more domestic murders. And suicides. Yeah. So here's the thing. When no-fault divorce laws passed in the 1960s, the suicide rate dropped 40% in women. So essentially what these no-fault divorce laws are saying is that they just don't care about women. I mean, these are states that have already banned abortion. These are states that are trying to ban uh, contraception. These are states that are already having issues with LGBTQ stuff. It's just going backwards in some of these states. Now, this is where I kind of have to give some props to the state we live in. Even though Utah has a lot of conservative things going on with it, they haven't fully banned abortion. They haven't done any of this no-fault divorce shit. Yeah. Will they? I don't know. But the fact that one of the most conservative religious states in the union true. hasn't gone this direction yet kind of gives me a little glimmer of hope that we no, are it's good. in a pretty decent place right now when you see all Idaho right above us. Yeah. Uh, you would think is a little more liberal based off of what we see in Boise. It is not. They are going even further with this shit. So yeah. I didn't want to have a political conversation. Mostly I just wanted to take a shit on Pearl. But- it is kind of interesting that Utah's kind of dragged its feet on some of this stuff. Is that her real name? No, it's not. I don't know her real name and I really don't care. I would love to get her in here. Could you imagine? Oh my God, <laughs> I would have so much fun with her. Oh, it would be so good. If anyone knows this Pearl, if anyone knows Pearl. Well, so she did just have this debate with uh, Ethan Klein from the H3 podcast and he just tore her apart and she left the interview. She could not go against him in this debate. She had no facts. She had no remarks. She had nothing prepared. So when he called her on her bullshit, all she could do is repeat all the same shit that she's been talking about for the last two years and now. And she just she's getting it off of other people's reels. Right? And that's what we're talking about. We just saw that one lady in the last one who was basically taking Pearl's message and putting it in a shinier package. Now, if we ever find ourselves doing that, I really just hope that we shut this shit down and not. Hell yeah. No. And I want people to tell us to shut the fuck up at that point. I mean, hello. Yeah, no, that's not what we're here to do. That's not what we're here to do. And anyway, I'm done talking about it. It's just I see these things. I get all worked up. I want to play it so we can talk about it. I'm done talking. Pearl was my grandma's name, just so we're aware. (laughs) So Pearl's a really old name and this chick's like 20. Five. Right. Okay. So let's get to the real meat and potatoes of it. Diana. Yep. How do you want to die? (laughs) Well, (laughs) goddamn. You're just jumping right to it today. Right. Do you have a preferred way? (laughs) I want to die with a man between my thighs. Ooh, see, I'm on the exact same page. I would love to die having my skull crushed between a woman's thighs. Oh my God. We are soulmates. I'm just kidding. I'm just (laughs) kidding. When I think of death, I don't think of that. But I had to fuck around with you because I I know the topic, but um, I just want to die peacefully in my sleep. Same. I don't think anyone wants to die tragically, but... Probably right after the most mind-blowing orgasm and then I go to sleep and then I die. I hear about those stories of dudes that have heart attacks mid-sex or during orgasm. <gasps> and I'm like, could you imagine? Could you imagine? Could you imagine having the best orgasm of your life and then seeing the pearly gates? <laughs> could you imagine being the poor girl that gave this man a mind-blowing death orgasm? Okay, I'm would be sure there would be her. some trauma, but at the same time, she'd be like, God damn, I did She's good. like, I don't, I don't know if I should ever fuck again. I might, I might kill him. My sex is that good. Now I'm kind of like... Oh, shit. Oh, my God. We just talked about <laughs> manifesting shit in the last episode, and now you're saying, how come no one's died? 
my orgasm, my, <laughs> my ability to give a mind blowing orgasm hasn't been good enough. Apparently. Oh God. I, God bless the next guy who meets you and gets into your bedroom because seriously, God bless America. <laughs> You've been batting a hundred on your manifestation lately. <laughs> Fucking scared. In fact, I don't think we should release this podcast. It could be considered evidence of premeditated oh murder. Gosh. Could you imagine? I'm up on the stand. I'm like, attorney, just play the podcast. <laughs> I was just fucking around. I was not premeditating his murder. <laughs> it's not my fault that I'm oh, manifesting God. shit. <laughs> this is so good. This is so good. I was listening to a show the other day, and they were talking about how this dude died in a sexual thing, and I'm going to have that in this episode. But it made me wonder... What yeah. other stories of people who've died in sexual activities? And there are so many. I picked what I thought were like the best ones from the one list that I found, but there were dozens of lists. Mm -hmm. Do you know what the Darwin Awards are? Oh, ooh, no. Is that bad? The Darwin Awards are these annual awards where they give out posthumous prizes to people that died by doing stupid shit. For example, there was one lady who... She got into the washing machine to stomp down the clothes because they weren't even. And then oh. it kicked on. It spun her around and essentially broke her neck from spinning around in circles. She got the oh, Darwin shit. Award that way. Okay. There are people who like are uh, climbing buildings or bungee jumping without an instructor. You know, people that yeah. die stupid ways. Yeah. So there are awards for people that die during sex or during sexual activities. And I these are some wait. of them. I can't wait to hear. You ready? Yeah, let's hear it. We're going to start off with the first one. Crushed by porn. Crushed by porn. One man recently met a sticky end haha, after being crushed by a <laughs> mountain of pornographic magazines. The Japanese man was 50 years old and he was found six months after his 13,000 pound stash of porn magazines fell on him. 13,000 pounds? Cleaners tasked with tidying up his neglected apartment, and they found that the entire apartment was crammed with explicit magazines, and he was at the bottom of the pile. Is that real? Uh, it, there was a news source to say it. I'm going to assume that all of the, these are real. They might not be. I'm going to assume they are for the sake of the podcast. I'm mostly concerned about what they did with 13,000 pounds of stashed Porn. after they found him. Did I mean, they recycle it or did they like So this was in Japan. And one of the things that's interesting about Japan is Japan is highly conservative when it comes to its media, although it's very they sexually it. open. They burned well, that so shit. Well, so like a lot of times, uh, I'm not sure how it is now, but probably when this happened, you weren't allowed to look at pornography on the internet. And pornography is like censored out. Like they censor out genitalia and stuff like that. Sounds like Utah. Well, it's one of the reasons why <laughs> they have all of like these kind of sex yeah. clubs and you can buy oh, yeah. panties and vending machines and they have all the uh, exotic and erotic anime is because traditional pornography has looked very down upon there. So having all these magazines in his apartment kind of makes sense. 13,000 pounds, though. First of all, how big was that apartment? <laughs> Isn't it sad that I'm not concerned about the man that died? I'm like, what did they do with the porn? What did they do with all these magazines? How'd they get it all out? How did they burn that shit? For sure. Talk about the most fucked up episode of Hoarders you've ever seen. Oh my God. <laughs> yeah, you're right. Um, I've never had more than like two or three magazines at a time, you know? <laughs> I've never had a... There was always that crazy kid, though, that you were into school with whose uncle or dad had like yeah. every Playboy ever and just had stacks of growing them up. and stuff like that growing, growing up. up. I had I had my little, my cute little girlfriend, I won't tell you her name, but she was my favorite girl and I was with her all the time. 
and her dad had duffel bags of porn and he hid it. (laughs) (laughs) He hid it off of the dining room slash living room. They lived like in a little cottage in Provo and it was underneath the China cabinet. Like, (laughs) and you didn't know it was there because it was like barely big enough to put a bag under and we would pull that shit out and look through it every time her parents left. God damn. Oh yeah. And we were, God, we were like in fifth grade. Fifth grade. That is crazy. Were there any boys in the house or was she just like a girl? No, no, no. Yeah, she had older siblings, but they weren't. If there were boys in the house, that would be all over the place. Or gone. Yeah, yeah. It was her dad's. It was like so funny. That's hilarious. I'll never forget that because it was like always exciting. Like, oh my gosh, I'm so excited to come over to your house today. We're going to look at the porn. Let's see what we can find. I would have never guessed that. That is so funny to me. (laughs) Yeah, it's good shit. Plunge of passion. In 2007, a couple from Columbia, South Carolina, fell to their deaths after plunging naked from the roof of an office building. The bodies of Brent Tyler and Chelsea Tumbleston, both 21, were found by a taxi driver in the middle of an otherwise empty street at 5 in the morning. The couple's clothes were later found on the roof of a nearby building where they were believed to be having an outdoor risky romp before falling off the roof. Chelsea Tumbleston. What's <laughs> Tumbleston? There's the irony. Oh, Where's the irony in that? You're terrible. I am terrible. I'm dark as fuck. Did you not notice that? Is that just me? She took a tumble. She took a tumble. She took a tumble with Brent Tyler. Damn, goddamn. People are fucking crazy. 2007. Up on the roof. Yeah, that wasn't that long ago. Oh, gosh. Risky sex. I mean, I've had like sex in areas that were like slightly public, but never like on a rooftop, never anywhere where I could like fall off of something and die. Yeah. Where was their head when they were like, I'm getting close to the edge. Like I've done that on a bed. Like I'm kind of getting close to the edge. Can you like right. scoot your ass you over give the tap? You get a little like, tap scoot on the shoulder. Over. No, push. not me. I'm like, scoot the fuck over. I'm falling <laughs> off. <laughs> They didn't think to do that on this rooftop. Interesting. I want to see the rooftop. I should have Googled mapped the rooftop. I well, should they're have obviously like the- high as fuck. Like so there's there's other things. Oh yeah, added you're to this. either drunk or high Stone. or I mean you're on extra things. Yeah. Right, right. Or maybe they were pushed. <laughs> that would be Ooh, something. What if it's like a true crime thing? What like, if it was Tumbleston's sister? Or what if it was Je- Brent the jealous Tyler's twin sister? Girlfriend or ex-girlfriend who was like tagging them along and then oh, saw yeah. them on the roof and then pushed them off. I think there's more to this story. Or maybe there it was a threesome. Maybe <gasps> it was a fucking threesome. And the third girl was like, You're paying too much attention to her. <laughs> Fuck you both. And like pushes her pushes them off. Okay, but honestly, it was probably be both women, if that was the case, where they started hooking up with each other and the dude's like, all right about me. And then he pushes them off. I don't know. Women are pretty fucking bitchy. And You're probably right. Oh, my God. There's so much to this. <laughs> we need an investigator. I need to investigate. Someone investigate. <laughs> dun, dun. Plunge of passion. Are you? Hold on. Did you think of that? Plunge no, of passion? I did not. <laughs> okay. That's pretty brilliant. I didn't think of this one either. Half day orgy ends in tragedy. Half day orgy. Not full day <laughs> not orgy. Full. <laughs> and not three fourths day orgy. Seriously. Half day. Okay, so it's like people that have like a half marathon sticker on the thing. <laughs> Do the full day. What are you talking about? Half day. <laughs> Good God, you amateurs. A Russian man in 2009 died after completing a 12 hour orgy with female pals who had bet him over $4,000 that he couldn't keep going for half a day. Minutes after completing the bet, mechanic Sergei Tuganov died of a heart attack, which had been caused 
by the huge quantity of Viagra that he had guzzled to prepare him for the task. <laughs> this is so He's like, good. I don't want to be unprepared. I just have to. <laughs> Keep going. That was good. You're good at that voice. A 12 hour orgy with female pals. Female pals. $4,000. Was that in American dollars or was that rubles? Who had bet him over 4000 bucks that he couldn't keep going for half a day. That is interesting shit. I mean, okay, here's the thing. All the things are in his benefit, right? He gets half a day orgy. 4, if he wins, bucks. he gets $4,000. And worst thing that could happen is you die. You get to say that you died of a heart attack in a half day orgy. I mean, honestly, I mean, listen, <laughs> it was a bet in all fairness. I would be one of the female pals that was like, listen, that was a bet fair and square. And this motherfucker couldn't <laughs> keep up. This, this motherfucker could not keep up. We won. Let's go, bitches. Now we have we have our four thousand dollars that we didn't have to pay. Right. Let's go have some drinks. Carry on. I wonder what they got out of it, though. They got a girl's night out and 4000 extra. I mean, they got their money. They didn't have to pay up. Yeah, okay. I guess that's it. There should have been like another term to that, though, of like, okay, if I can't keep it up, then what? If I die, you have to pay for my funeral. Where's okay. those details? <laughs> Smothered to death by a lover's breasts. <laughs> we don't have to worry about that with me. <laughs> Donna Lang, 51, smothered her lover to death inside a mobile home, of course, the intoxicated woman <laughs> from Washington, of course, claimed she didn't know how the man died, although a witness claimed to have seen her crush his face with her chest. What witness? <laughs> Who the fuck witnessed this? <laughs> Who witnessed this? In the trailer, someone was in the trailer or someone was like watching with binoculars from another trailer across the way. I saw her bosoms <laughs> and she crushed his face with her chest. Like, what in the hell? How big were her fucking boobs? That's okay. So, I need details. My sister in law has huge boobs. I'm just going to go ahead and say that out Our loud. Our friend Stephanie has huge boobs. Stephanie has the biggest motherfucking boobs ever, and they're natural, FYI. Right. She like wants to get a reduction. I'm all, yo, uh uh. I'm going to be with you next to you in the bed next to you, getting your reduction <laughs> put into mine. Right. That's free boobs. Let's go. Let's just do a little. Give me some of that. I don't think it works that way. I don't think you can just like plug a tube into her boobs into your Could boobs. Could you and imagine how fucking <laughs> awesome that would be if that's how it worked? Donna. Donna, Donna Lang. Lang. It doesn't say if she was like arrested we or need charged with manslaughter. It, we need an image. I want to find this fucking Donna on the interwebs. Are you what? asking me to Google this right now? Like legit. How big are your actual boobs, Donna? Oh my God. I type in Donna Lang and suffocation showed up <laughs> right away. That's oh, her. Shit. Oh my God. They are huge. Death by breasts. Stay at home mom. <laughs> oh my God. I got to take a photo of this. This is amazing. This is so good. She does have big boobs. Hold on. They're like the same size as Stephanie's. They really are. <laughs> they are the same. They are the same size. Oh, there's more to the story. Oh, my God. Okay, so hold on. From Everett, Washington, was reported to have thrown herself on top of her boyfriend in an attempt to smother him to death. Ooh, in an attempt to smother him to death after the pair engaged in rather heated row inside their mobile home. Pleading with her to get off him, the 51-year-old boyfriend fought for air as Lang refused to shift her body weight, serving him up excessively large portions of her... So... <laughs> this was intentional. I know. <laughs> I thought it was accidental. This was intentional. I'm laughing so hard right now. I that can't. That is so it. crazy. Oh Wait, my let me God. see that other photo. No, that's her. Oh, it's another story on the bottom. We'll skip. Right that. there. That's a German girl. 
who did the same thing. Oh my God, these women need to settle down. <laughs> See, I thought that was accidental, but apparently that was intentional. That's awesome. Oh, Go that's so Donna. good. Yeah, <laughs> she's like, they'll never find the evidence. It's with me all the right? time. <laughs> We cannot find a murder weapon. She's like, you'll never find it. Tracy Scully, death from calling out the wrong name. While 53-year-old Colin Scully and his 39-year-old wife Tracy were having sex, she accidentally shouted out the name Paul. He'd suspected she was banging a guy named Paul, whom they knew from their scooter club. What? <laughs> like Razor scooters? <laughs> oh, God. Are you kidding? <laughs> This would be a good time to mention that they were British, and which is why they do things like scooter clubs. <laughs> I have a British friend off to ask him what scooter clubs actually are. Oh, it must be Vespas. Anyway, Colin ended up smothering her and she died. He is now in prison for one. Okay, so we're laughing, but I mean, this is terrible that a person died, but at the same time. It is terrible. It is hilarious to me that these people... Who the fuck is Paul? Now you're dead and now I'm going dead. to prison. Like right. sh everyone just chill the fuck out. I think I would probably stop having sex and just stare at my partner and go, do you have something you need to tell me? Because <laughs> I would hate to smother you with my breasts right now and kill you. Reinhard Wallacher and Stephanie Tanzer, death by garage sex. Okay, this one's actually kind of sad. So it was cold and they turned the engine on to run the heat. Unfortunately, we all know what happens when you run a car engine inside a closed garage. They both died from carbon monoxide poisoning. Okay, first of all, I'm pretty sure everybody knows that you cannot do that in a closed garage. Right. Prop open the garage. I mean, in the heat of passion, people do stupid shit. They forget things. I mean, okay, how about this? One time, I nearly- <laughs> oh, here, we, here we go. I nearly burned my kitchen down because I had a pot of spaghetti boiling. And then at the same time, I just happened to like- be having sex with my girlfriend and we completely forgot about it the water had boiled down and the whole pot caught on fire <gasps> and i nearly burned the kitchen down when the fuck did oh was that in your old house and, no this was back in the old days in an apartment but <laughs> i've never heard that story this is, before this is you're how, a chef for fuck's sake right how <laughs> it would be suiting if that's how i died oh my <laughs> Forget about getting my head crushed between a woman's thighs oh, if I burned to death. That is so good. That's so crazy. Or like, remember when I said one of my biggest fears is dying by driving off the road because I was reaching for the last French fry in the bag. Snacks. It's kind of the thing. <laughs> Guide because of snacks. Yeah. Sometimes you just get so into what you're doing before you know it. You can yeah, be dead. That is That's how wild. fragile life is. It can happen it to is. anybody. It is fragile as fuck. Hey, this is Sammy. I'm here with my hetero life mate, Yen. Hey, Sammy. Hey there, Yen. How you doing? I'm doing pretty good. So, we are part of the Barrel Age Chicks. And who else is part of us? Oh, we've got Harley, Snow, and Crystal. And ourselves, of course. Mm -hmm. If you like hearing about movies, podcasting about movies, <laughs> if you like hearing about music, or pretty much anything, come and check us out. Come hear the chick side of things. We can be found on Spotify and Anchor. And we are also under the Deluxe Edition Network. Come on out and hear the chick side of things. Come on. Have you ever had anything scary happen because you were distracted by sex? I don't think so. Uh-uh. I'm like really thinking hard. I kind of have been thinking hard a little bit during this start of the episode because I had a little bit of a feeling that you might ask me that. Interesting. And I really don't think so. I mean, how about this? This might be TMI, but like in my younger days when sometimes people pleasure each other while driving... I was always responsible and pulled off to the side. I didn't have to prove anything to anybody. Like, look, I can get pleasured while driving 85 miles down the freeway a little bit 
on the way to Las Vegas. Oh no, we're going to pull off the road and do it there because I'm not a fucking psycho. <laughs> yeah, no, that's happened in the car, but yeah, he ended up pulling over as well. Um, no, on a boat, on a boat. And we got like way too close to the beach or like a rock or something because obviously we're ro- we're rocking the we're boat. We're rocking the boat. And the boat was moving. <laughs> and the boat was moving and we kind of pushed it to the edge. Not it didn't damage the boat, but it could have. Right. Like we we realized it and noticed it in time. So Well, you're not gonna probably... get the deposit back if you <laughs> No, no, it was like it was his boat. Yeah, of course it was. <laughs> of you course probably was. know who it is. But anyway, I'm trying to think if there if there was any other times. Um no, I don't think so. I don't think so. Maybe camping, like we had a bug issue in our tent. And so it was a little bit awkward and weird and hard for me to get naked in those circumstances. I'm like, right. I'm literally going to get some fucking huge ass spider. spider or mosquitoes in there. Yeah. Like where are the mosquitoes at when we're done having sex or like who the fuck knows? I do. I, okay. I don't like camping specifically for that reason. Like I'm yeah. not a big bug fan. I'm not a big outdoorsy bugs. dude. Yeah. But how about this? I've always been afraid of getting attacked by a bear. Really? <laughs> Does that scare you? We don't have a lot of bears out here, but at the same time, it's like you hear about people leaving their trash out or leaving yeah. their barbecue stuff out when they go camping and it attracts bears and then they get into the tent and get mauled. It happens. I usually do that a lot. Yeah. But how about this? If the biggest joke is Bears can smell menstrual blood and attack. <gasps> that is a thing. Oh, shit. Like, hey. I don't have menstrual blood, so yeah, Jesus, but that wouldn't happen. But yeah, I get there it. There are smells yeah, in I get the it. room and blah, blah, blah. That's interesting. I've never been worried about bears. I camp, I've camp. i camped a lot, but I'm usually with people or even my parents that had stuff to take care of a bear if a bear came anywhere near. I mean, I just, I camp with professionals. What can I say? But no, <laughs> I've never even seen a bear like in in person. I've been to Alaska. I fished. And you didn't see a bear. Did not see a bear. How about this? This is the one that I wanted to get to because it's crazy. Have you ever heard of Mr. Hands? Mr. Hands. Ooh, how do I know that? It was a viral video from about 10 years ago. It got a documentary. It got all sorts of crazy shit about it, but (laughs) we're not going to watch the videos. Mr. Hands. So again, we are dealing with Washington once again. (laughs) What the fuck, Washington? What is happening? Mr. Hands, the strange, sad story of the man who died from having sex with a horse. Wait, what? (laughs) I have not heard of this. Do you know what a zoophile is? Zoophile is apparently a community that likes to have sex with animals. Bestiality, so to speak. Oh, my God. So, Kenneth Pinion. He was an engineer for Boeing living outside of Seattle. And after work, he would regularly visit a farm where he would have sex with male horses. (gasps) He would be on the receiving end, which fascinates me. And in July of 2005, one of the horses just got a little too deep in him, causing a perforated colon, which ended up killing him. Pinion resisted getting immediate medical attention. So... He ended up dying from complications with his injury. His death actually led to change Washington state law where bestiality is now a felony punishable by up to five years in prison. So before this happened, people are like, oh, yeah, fuck away. Fuck any animal you want in Washington. Oh, my God. That is disturbing as hell. 
And what made it crazy is that it was all over the internet. You could actually find the video of him getting essentially killed by this horse because he used to record it and upload it to YouTube and no, upload it to different not. places. So now that we live, because here's the thing, all these things that we've read about today, they could be urban legends. Some we've actually found the news articles to report, but this is the part that is kind of crazy. <laughs> People now can record this and put it on the internet. It is so easily found. Oh my hell. And not only that, surveillance cameras actually captured the license plate of the dude who dropped them off at the farm. So, at the man's trailer, the police confiscated a recording of Pinion, or Mr. Hands, which is what his zoophile friends called him, being fucked by a horse that they referred to as Big Dick. That's what I was laughing so hard about as I read that. And not only that, but I saw the 54-year-old James Michael. Yeah, he was a guy that lived next to the farm. I thought that James Michael's last name was Taint. Oh. <laughs> and it said Tate. That's so fucking good. So at the time, bestiality was legal in Washington. And since there was no evidence of men abusing the animals, Tate was only charged with trespassing. The scandal was so salacious, however, that Washington State made bestiality a Class C felony, punishable up to five years and $10,000 fine shortly after his death with the state Senate voting unanimous, unanimously for the bill. What is the guy's name? Kenneth Pinion. Oh my gosh. So that's, that is disturbing. That's and wow. Two of these things from Washington. Wow. Wow. <laughs> I mean, what's wrong with Washington? I mean, for one, it's always cloudy. I'm trying know. to like think of the logistics of this. How does, how, how, do we become on the receiving end of an animal? I don't understand that. I'm like really disturbed right now. There's a video. Do you want to watch it? No, I don't want to <laughs> fucking do watch I. it. I'd like to sleep again. <laughs> I'd like to go to sleep at night. Oh my hell. That is really, really extra disturbing. It's extra disturbing. So I learned so much on this fucking podcast with you. Like I legit learn about the world but ever since we really, started this. But do you really want to learn about this stuff? Like I thought this was going to be a laugh. There were some laughs. There was some sad Honey, ones, honey, listen. Like I literally feel like I live in a bubble. I do. I feel like so naive. I feel so uneducated, naive. I, I don't know what the fuck's going on after some of our episodes. I'm like, my You're going to drive are, home today and be like, my, oh my eyes God. are wide open going. A dude really got fucked to death by a horse. I can't believe this really <laughs> happened in America. <laughs> in America. Where else would it happen? It's a free country. America. I mean, okay. We all know that creepy and freaky shit happens all over the world. Yeah. There's something about America, though, where people almost do it with a sense of pride, right? Like, Yeah, we're fucked up. We are so fucked up about what we consider funny, what we consider uh, Can you imagine what the other countries are doing when they see our shit in the news? They're like, oh, those motherfuckers are, they are next level. Like, we're talking about Mexico. We're talking about everywhere else in the world. They probably see some of our news headlines and they're like, goddamn. Well, Kizo, this is an interesting thing. Maybe most countries where stuff like this happens on a regular basis aren't as, I'm going to say, seemingly conservative as America likes to think it is. You know, we still have like this real kind of Puritan prudish sense about what is right and what isn't right and what should be allowed and what shouldn't be allowed. We say we're free, but we have all these things that we're trying to like keep people from doing and taking yeah. away where other countries are just like, okay, Want to go to a donkey show in Tijuana? Well, there's 20, you know? That's exactly <laughs> what America doesn't want to be, and that's what makes yeah. other countries like that so popular. 
But then you read stuff like this, like, well, people are fucking doing it anyway. They're just like trying to be secretive about it, you know, to the point where now we have to create a law that says you can't fuck a goat. You can't fuck a horse. That's next. That's next level. It is next level. That's next level. I don't know. I've heard jokes about Wyoming. I've heard jokes about Texas. I haven't really heard a lot of stuff about Utah where stuff like this happens. I bet. If no, we Utah has dig, extra special things. We have we, extra special we things. We have the thing where you soak. It's not having sex because we're not penetrating and we're not moving our hips. We're just soaking. Literally just talked about soaking before you showed up with another guy <laughs> on another podcast. And he's thought, not, Utah's fucked up as they come. He's not from here. And I just mentioned Utah Mormons and he's like, oh, like a soaking? I'm like, oh, I had this conversation last night and he said the same thing to me in that exact thing. Oh, is that called soaking? I'm like, how the hell did you know that? that? We always used to be known about like, okay, polygamy and no alcohol. And now soaking is what defines us as a state. Well, we got the B- <laughs> we got the BYU students down there, the extra frisky, spicy ones that are having anal sex. To because, maintain, yeah. Because it's not considered sex because there's not penetration in the vagina. Did you, you It's s- in the ass. Did you ever hear about the uh, BYU divorce and marriage trips? No. So this might be a rumor, but it's Ooh, gone around forever. Where are BYU students? That they used to go down to Vegas or Mesquite to get married so they could fuck. And then all you need is 24 hours to get a divorce. And then they would just get a divorce <laughs> and then come back. And it was like, no harm, no foul. We were married. So we had oh, legal married sex. But you know, then they just got to annul their divorce the next day. Oh, God, that's <laughs> so good. And God or Jesus or whoever it is, Joe Smith or whoever's looking down on these, they're going. I think it's funny that going, they, this isn't quite how it works, guys. The <laughs> fact that there's people out there that think that if oh, there is a God, shit. if there is a Messiah, mm-hmm. that these loopholes and technicalities yeah. are going to save them from burning in hell. Yeah, they're like <laughs> they're like sitting at a desk in heaven. I can see it now, and he's like got his glasses on, and he looks down, and he's like putting a check box next to his on his paper that worked <laughs> that worked you like, guys you guys are good you all you, they did was soak okay you, i guess you guys are good you got <laughs> you got around it give you a for a for effort right so essentially what we're saying is that the irs is more astringent on their <laughs> loopholes and technicalities than god is in these people's eyes that's so good oh my gosh if there's any if there's any BYU students or Mormons that are super into this stuff. Well, there's a whole community. I would really like to know if that is true, though. Yeah, the, we're in the, Utah. The trips to Vegas thing. That is super fucking ex-Mormon hilarious. Ex-Mormon TikTok, ex-Mormon podcast, ex-Mormon Instagram. Oh, yeah. I've seen all of it. But I'm talking about that, that specific thing that you don't know if it's a rumor or not. I want to know if it's true. If you are a Utah listener or if you went to BYU and don't live in Utah anymore and you can confirm that the weekend marriage divorces just to have sex that happened is a true thing. Please reach out to us on social media. Let us know. Send us an email. This has just been a rumor I've been hearing for the last 30 years, but I've never heard of a confirmed case. I would love to know if there was one. I will send you a gift card to any restaurant of your choosing. If you are one of these people that took a quick trip to Vegas... If, if you, you are, are one, a hundred percent, you are one. I will send you a one hundred dollar gift card <laughs> to any restaurant of your choosing. I'm not fucking kidding you, and I want proof. I know you all took some photos. There I know ha- you. 
I know you got on your little snappy chat. I know there's some shit out there that prove that you did this for one day just so you could fuck each other's brains out and divorce the next day. I want to hear from you. 100 bucks. Let's go. The first one. Only one. Don't, don't open it. And I know and I know you're going to choose Applebee's. So. <laughs> Are there any any left? <laughs> I don't know. I just know that. They're going to choose shit. Texas Roadhouse. This is Utah. Te- Texas Roadhouse. <laughs> Applebee's. Chili's. Every single guy on planet Earth says that they like younger women. And every single girl on planet Earth says that's not okay. So why do guys want younger women? That's the harsh truth women need to understand is accepting male nature. The only chance a man will ever find that fairy tale with a woman is if he is potentially going after a younger woman who is more fertile, who probably hasn't had as much life experience and hasn't been with as many guys. So men like younger women because yes they are hotter they are cuter because obviously they're still in their younger years of being at their peak beauty but you have to remember this for a man to want to invest and commit into a woman her past matters (laughs) oh god that was a good one good job on that one her past matters. I thought we already took care of this and we've probably played very similar Why things. Why didn't he just fucking say, we just want to make sure her vagina's tight because we think that it stretches out because she's had more sexual partners because she's older. That's what he really wanted to say, but he's such a fucking coward. The slut shaming part of it is what you're saying. And she's cuter and younger and you can mold her I mean- basically is what it is. He didn't say that, but it is. My translation is you can mold a younger woman because she doesn't know her head from her ass. And in this case, her head from her vagina that's nice and tight and perfect. This is so disgusting. It doesn't fucking matter. Age is a number. I can tell you this from experience. Mm -hmm. I wouldn't preach this shit and I wouldn't talk about it if I did not know firsthand my own experience of it. Age is a number. There are men in their 30s that have their life and their shit together more than I do. And I will be 42. Is it an ego thing when they're talking about this? Fuck because yeah, it is. If you can mold a woman, if you can mold her into whatever you want, that makes you, a, that's a huge fucking ego boost for a dude. And it's that insecurity thing that like blows my fucking mind is that these alpha dudes that are on these podcasts and they say this kind of shit, they are so insecure when it comes to the idea of a woman's past. Like, do you know what they're insecure about? Well, I'm they're insecure about lots of things. They're insecure about they're sexual insecure. prowess and dick size and finance and all this other shit. They're insecure about being with a woman that's going to call them out on their shit. And a 20 year old is not going to do that because she doesn't know. She doesn't know how to call someone out on their shit. If you're, if a man like that gets with a woman like me, that's not going to work out. I literally just had a relationship like this. Right. We were both the same age. And I guarantee you, he's going to start dating younger women because I had a voice. Right. And that is not all men. And no, it's not all men. Same point that we've been taught. Well, yeah, but this goes back to the same thing that we've been talking about episode after episode after episode of you are trying to consolidate men and women into these groups. So when people watch this stuff, they're like, oh my God, all these women are bitches. All these 
older and expired women are yeah. just not the right thing. I need to get myself a young woman. Yep. Well, when you go and watch these young women on these podcasts, this is the part that makes me laugh is they keep saying, get a younger woman, get a one young woman that hasn't had all these life experiences or partners or bodies and they're easily to mold. Just get a blow up tall. Well, this is the part that I'm getting to. But when they get women that are this young onto these shows, they've already got the body counts. They've already got all this shit. So where the fuck are these dudes supposed to find these women that they're wanting, that they are telling you to get? They're not. They're not. That leads to another episode. I'm not going to spoil it because I've got it all planned oh, out. I can't fucking wait. But, but, but there's no winners in this logic. No. So what they tell these dudes to do is like, why are you fucking around with these young hoes, bro? You need to focus on yourself. You need to get your finances in order. You need to get your body in order. You need to be in shape. You need to hustle like that yeah. one dude that was yelling at Make us. Make money. In the meantime, these fools aren't dating. They're just going out and fucking and collecting bodies, mm -hmm. which is exactly what they tell women not, not to, to do. do. You know? Yeah. It's so pointless. Like I said, it's jerk off logic. They are literally just jerking themselves off in a circle. It doesn't exist. It that doesn't guy, exist. That guy literally has not dated a younger woman. This is his fantasy of date a younger woman because this is why you should and this is why you need to. And the reason why I know that is because he would have never posted that fucking video publicly if he had had that experience because it's simply not true. Right. And that's like, he like, should be embarrassed. Like I say in nearly every episode, the whole fuck around and find out logic to me is healthy. Yeah. You can't just be one of these dudes going into one of these relationships, expecting it to work out your way every time. Yeah. You need to get your heart broken. You need to be cheated on. Yep. You need to lose financially on a woman or a man. Yeah. You need to go through all this shit so when it does happen again, and it will happen again, you are ready for it. You know how to handle it because you've learned something. Mm -hmm. You're going to be a better partner for whoever that right person is for you because they might have a fucking past too. Yeah. A woman might have been fucked around so much, maybe her fault, maybe her partner's fault. I don't care. Yeah. That. No woman or man wants the worst out of a situation. They right. don't want that. They right. want the best they can get. Are there people out there that are not going to accept the best they can get? Absolutely. But there are plenty more, I guarantee you, that are going to go through the same fuck around and find out part of their life that you did. And you're going to connect and you can relate on those life experiences yeah. and use those experiences to build something better. It's literally what I'm doing. Like, literally what you're doing right you now. Literally just explain my entire life right there. I mean, my current present day life is that like I cannot talk shit on anything unless I know from experience. I'm going to use an analogy and it's kind of stupid, right? Let's go for it. I hate going to the store to buy new clothes. I hate it. I hate grocery shopping. You hate grocery shopping. This Keep is a little going. bit different though. Keep going. So I find something that I like and I just wear it till I can't wear it anymore. Mm -hmm. And then what I found myself doing is if I go to like the thrift store and I see something that I like that's maybe out of style, but I know it's something that I like, yeah. it's probably been worn before. It's probably been enjoyed and used and whatever. Uh -huh. Does that mean that I'm going to have less appreciation for it if I buy it and continue to wear it and use it every day until it's done? 
Absolutely fucking not. Yep. You're just going to have to wash it. Well, yeah, you're going to have to wash it, obviously. <laughs> I understand your analogy. My analogy is new isn't always better. Right. It's not. Sometimes it is, but I want someone with miles. I want someone that knows what it's like to get fucked over. Mm-hmm. Because how about this? If all of a sudden I start turning into a real self-obsessed, narcissistic, misogynistic, manipulative asshole, yeah. and they've already lived through that, yeah. They're going to call me on it. That's and my point. The accountability is then on me. Yep. Men so cannot handle that. Whether or not I can change, I can adapt, and I can live. Because I tell you what, we've talked about these dudes. Yeah, they can fuck all the young girls they want. Yep. Are they going to get fucked when they're 70? No. They're going to be alone because these girls that they've wanted now see what they were really like. That he was an asshole and he was controlling her and molding her and she has no voice. And now she has to go through years and years of therapy because she was suppressed Mm -hmm. and couldn't speak her mind. And he literally manipulated and mind fucked her. Like that is why those type of men that made that video cannot be with strong, mature sophisticated emotionally intelligent women right because they cannot fucking handle us and so what they do is they insult you they call you boss bitches Mm -hmm. they call you expired women when really you're a fucking prize in my opinion thank you but if i say that i'm a simp (laughs) i know it's so fucked up i mean that's the problem because you are a simp but not because you say that like there's another fine line, right? Like you are a simp, everyone. We all know that, but not because you say that, not because you feel that way. It's other reasons. You're softy, you know, right. which is great. I'm I, emotional. I'm not going to like be dominating in a relationship yeah. because for me, I this does not sound romantic in the least, but I think that relationships are very much like business transactions too. Like you have to kind of give and take Absolutely. To make things work for the longevity. And for me, like I said, I will take longevity and sustainability over heat and passion any day. Because I've had enough heat and passion in my younger years to know that it's fun, but it's not sustainable. And I'm not chasing this impossible dream of like, I need to have the hottest, sexiest relationship for the rest of my life. Yeah. I want sustainability and I want peace and I want someone that is wanting those exact same things. If our energies don't happen to line up at the same time, it's recognizable and we can work on it. We can fix it. But you also want someone that can call you out on your shit too. Well, yeah, because I can be a fucking asshole. Of course. I want the same thing. Like that's the issue here too. It's like, I mean, I can continue dating younger men, 30 year olds, whatever. Um, but there does come a point where you have to decide, do we have enough in common to go forward and actually have a future together? You know, because I have had a lot of life experiences and that might intimidate a lot of men. So my goal is to just stop fucking thinking so much about it. Just everyone relax and just (laughs) go with where the energy is, go with where it feels good, go with if you guys have something in common, if you have fun, if you have good conversation, if you like the same things, you know, and it's healthy, then numbers and age and fucking the year you were born should stay out of it.
I've got something exciting to tell you. Oh. We are 200 listeners away from affiliate sponsorship. <gasps> Come on, guys. Do us a favor. If you are a listener, if you're a fan, please share our show Share our links. 200. Subscribe. 200 listens we are away. 200 away from an affiliate program that we've been chasing for a while. Yes. And once we get there, we can really start doing a lot more with the show. We can really work on a Patreon account to get bonus content to our listeners, to really push the video and just be more available for you. You guys made us. We want to do everything we can to keep the show going and getting better. It's really exciting. And as a podcaster of three shows, I've never seen this much growth in all the things I've been doing. And it's really exciting. It makes me feel very confident in what you and I are doing. I here. love that. And I'm not a podcaster. Everybody knows that. I don't listen to fucking podcasts. Yeah, you show up and you talk and people love you. <laughs> I mean, not only that, though, but I'm not fake. Yeah. And a special shout out to the network that we are a part of, the Deluxe yeah. Edition. Yeah. Thank you to Casey. Thank you to Ron from uh, Barrel Age Flicks, like really yep. listening and, and making us feel better about what we're putting out. So like I said, please go rate, review, subscribe, tell your friends, share our stuff. We really want to make this a better show for everybody. Yes, we did. So we got some more guests lined up. We've got Michelle coming back in a few more episodes. She's got a great topic for us. We got Stephanie coming back to do some more Love Guru Roulette and Mariah from the Salty Sex Cast coming back to the show as well. And we've got some more guests that we're working on. So just keep listening. My plan is to have a whole month of nothing but guests. I think that'll be a lot of fun. Yeah. Give people a little break from just you and me. Even though I love us, it's nice and to mix I it up. I love these. I love these three beautiful women that have been on our show so far. We do need to get Mikey back here, though. Yes, we do need to get Mikey back for I sure. To, I need to hear more about the gay sex in Utah. <laughs> Everyone, thank you for listening to us. Follow us on the milfamepod.com, Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter, and our threads, which will be up and running soon. Thank you, everybody. 